Hello and welcome to the Save My Mental Health podcast for this week. I am still hosting this thing. I think this is going to be episode 24. This is going to be back on YouTube. Um, I think I was potentially missing out on some things, just not having it on that platform. And I thought that it would be uh, maybe better for people not to concentrate on my face versus uh, hearing the message. But I think you should you should have the option to choose which one of those things you want to do. And um, so I'm going to put it on YouTube. It takes extra work for me and really kind of, I guess, laziness factored into that, not wanting to edit and not wanting to promote things on YouTube because to do that, uh, ultimately to do it, to do it naturally, not naturally. Well, yeah, to do it naturally or to do it with like a, a company that doesn't give you like fake promotion, which is not what I want. Cause that doesn't grow community for for youtube or mental health or anything that just gives you that just makes your shit look good and that's not what i want so ultimately you have to use google ads and they censor your shit and i don't like that i don't like corporation censorship i've never have and i never will so i'm going to try to do this with zero promotion except for sharing it on my socials and hoping it reaches the right audience and putting myself out there and seeing what happens and that's going to require support from you all. And I appreciate that um, ahead of time, sharing, liking, commenting, doing all those things, you know, that you're always asked to do in videos, uh, which I always get annoyed when people ask to do me to do those things. So, I, you know, but here I am asking, asking for that. So anyways, I don't want to be censored. I had a video that I did with a friend of mine before that uh, had a lot of sensitive information in it and uh, Google ads wouldn't promote it because because of that. And I think there are things that need to be talked about that I won't be able to talk about if I use a promotional entity like that. So I'm not gonna, so that I appreciate your support ahead of time. Uh, this week I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about just the state of, uh, the world or what it's like to be, be in the world right now, or to just to exist in this part of the timeline that we're in. And what it's like for me, I mean, I'm, I work as a mental health professional. I just finished my master's in, in clinical psychology. And um, so I have a lot of information. I have probably more information than one should have about themselves or how things operate or just general, general information about the, of the world of psychology. And I think there's a lot of people out there right now and a lot of people are exposed to people, these people out there that are putting messages out that are very, I mean, they're looked at as controversial. I'm not going to name names for anybody because I just don't, I don't, I'm not going to give them any more airtime than they already have, which seemingly some, some of them are everywhere, but they really don't have the credentials or the, or the, the actual knowledge to be talking about some of the things that they're talking about. And honestly, I think I think that can steer people in the wrong direction, because when you hear something online or when you when you hear someone that has a big following talk about something, you it's it's really kind of hard to not not take that in and not take that information as being some sort of fact when it when in reality, it's simply the opinion of somebody that has a somehow got a big platform and has has a lot of money in their bank account and that somehow that somehow gives them the, the, the credentials to talk about certain subjects and in reality it doesn't. So I actually have the credentials to be talking about the things that I'm talking about and the, the firsthand experience with it as well. So the things you're going to hear from me are things that I put in practice myself that I work with clients on or that I, 
that I've been exposed to through training and actual actual credential gathering and uh, in the process of getting my licensure. So now that that's out there, the state of the world, like, but that's one of the things that we kind of see these days is there's a lot of, there's a lot of experts in a lot of different categories and boy, it must be tough to be further to be so many experts, you know? Um, and I don't know where that came from. I don't know. I mean, before, before the internet existed, I don't feel like, I feel like the only way you got to be an expert was if you were, if you had the credentials to be that expert and you were, you were the resident expert in whatever field or category or study that area of study that was. And I think the internet has made way for a lot of people to put their voice out there, which I think in, in its purest form is good. But I also think that we have taken that too far. So the state of the world or just how things are, I try to keep political beliefs out of this, although I think in, in its entirety, without even giving away what, whatever my political beliefs are, I think the, the political system is so fucked up that it's not even doesn't even matter what side you're on at this point. It, it's really it's really about what do you believe as a human? What kinds of things do we want to see in the world moving forward? And with the way things are right now, it doesn't look like things are going in a good direction, regardless of what side you're on. And I feel like it's almost it's it's almost selling yourself short to try to to try to to try to subscribe to one side or another side just because you feel like you need to be on that side because of the past history and either of those whatever those belief systems are or whatever those political affiliations are. And that's not necessarily true. You can take things from a bunch of different uh, political affiliations and decide what you believe and vote based on that. Uh, but I think the way that things are going right now, there's so much corruption. There's so many, so much bullshit happening. That's just like, I don't even turn on the news. I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to see it. It's not that I don't get news or I'm not, I'm not apprised of current events or I don't know what's going on in the world. I know what's going on in the world. You, you, without you inevitably you get exposed to it with or without your permission if you have social media apps which i do because unfortunately it's pretty hard to promote things or to, to or to post about things um you know like a podcast if you don't have social media uh so i keep it for that reason but i also find myself scrolling on there you know like anybody else would and inevitably you'll see some things about the news or what's going on in the world and you get to decide how you feel about that and what that information means to you. And I think generationally we've, we've come to a place where I, my hope is, is that there's been a more of a collective understanding of what's actually going on in the world right now versus when people uh, before seemingly would kind of just follow suit and it was go to work, you know, tend to your family, tend to your marriage, go home, weekends are free, you get to do things on weekends. It was a very formatted existence. Today, there's a lot of, a lot more freedom in terms of work or hybrid work situations, working from home, not going to the office anymore, realizing that a lot of time was actually wasted in offices and we can be more productive just being at home and getting able to, being able to live our lives that way. But I also think there's just a lot of there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things happening that are so far outside of our control that we we try to scramble to get control in other ways. And I think the the general feeling this is just from my perspective, but the general feeling is it kind of feels like the wind has been taken out of our sails. 
some things don't feel as enjoyable anymore. Things feel like they're like my, I don't know if my uh, attention span's been blown out of the water or if it's the fact that I, it takes more for me to, it takes more quality of content because I, because there's, we have access to so much shit that it takes more quality of content and better stuff to keep and pique my attention. Um, which I guess would go along with the whole, the, the blowing of my attention span. Um, if you scroll through TikTok long enough, it'll blow your attention span right out of the water because I'm just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. There's certain themes and videos, even now when I'm noticed when I'm watching them, I already know what it's going to be. I, I scroll before they even say a word. Like I already know what, I already know what it's going to be. And I already know that it's not entertaining enough for me. And I need to, I need to keep meeting new shit. And it's so fucking interesting that that's how that's how we operate now. I don't think humans were designed to have as much access as we do to to things, to people. I mean, it's just like even with dating apps, you have so much access to so many people. You have an inbox full of people. Sorry, my nose itches. You have an inbox full of people, and you have so many ma- like you can't even keep up with the messages like i don't I, I don't and when you find someone that you think is better a better suitor you just move on and stop talking to the other person it's like it's like sp- what speed dating would be in person if you could just discard somebody and tell them to go to the next table if you've ever seen that in like a movie or something or you've ever even been speed dating in person which would be wild but it's like virtual speed dating and you can just weed people out based on the fact that they send you a message you didn't like or they have a picture you don't like or they're whatever. You can just discard people so quickly and it's like, I don't know anything about this person other than what they're posting on their their uh, you know, their profile. And honestly, I think people maybe don't put their best foot forward on the on the dating platform right away because they're nervous or it's just like going on a first date with somebody or like the first impressions. I think we put a lot of emphasis on first impressions and, and because our attention spans are so fucking blown out, uh, we expect a lot right away. And I think, um, hopefully as I feel like it's getting worse, my hope would be is that as time goes on, we have more understanding for that and realize that the way that we should view somebody, or at least from my, from my perspective is a collection of, uh, a collection of impressions, which is what you gather over time, over being with somebody over a period of time, maybe over like the span of a few months, you've gathered multiple impressions of somebody from the first moment you met them to if you decided when it's the last moment that you're going to see this person. But then you have a good, a good variety of impressions uh, because the first one's not always the one that is going to be the best because people get nervous. There's social anxiety. There's a lot of different factors to that. You can't expect somebody just to be on their a game. And just because your attention is blown out of the water with how many options you have or how much access you have, um, that you should just discard this human because they showed up and they were nervous or, you know, something, something felt like something was off. I feel like we, we just were so quick to, to discard. So, but anyways, back to the state of the world or like how things, how things are, but I think that's part of it too. The, the dating world right now feels weird. The go to this, go to the grocery store feels weird. It just feels like everybody's kind of just over it. And I can, I can, I can get on board with that. And I think it's, um, I mean, I'm, I'm hard pressed to, to want to, to want to say that I, that I have the same views that I used to have, even about what I, what I want in life. Like the, the, 
the normal trajectory or whatever the normal is. I don't think normal. I don't even like using that word because I don't think that exists. I think there's there's just different versions of existence. But the prototypical um, white picket fence American life or whatever whatever you would envisioned would be your the American dream. Let's put it that way. Uh, I don't think that exists anymore. Like this whole thing about having kids, getting married, and like doing all this stuff. Now at 37 makes zero fucking sense to me whatsoever. Um, and I don't know if that's like not wanting to bring people up in this world or to have humans like bring more humans into this world from from my angle or just because I, I like to focus on I want to focus on career stuff and and becoming a, a doctor of psychology in the future. But um, it's just not making sense to me. And if that is your prerogative and you do want that, then follow that. I think everybody, you know, we should all do whatever it is that we feel like we're going to be best suited for in the life that we want. If that is the life you want, then then go grab that. But for me, I think it's more, I feel like being by myself more. My, my want to go out and do things has been decreased. And um, I like being at home more. I liked being at home more before, but really over the last couple of years, it's been been hyper driven into... Uh, introversion and I don't know I've been testing things out too with like with texting people and or not texting people for a while you get to see who who responds to you or who reaches out to you and the list gets a lot smaller when it when you're not the one doing the reaching out um, I found maybe that's just me but I but also it's I feel like I don't know it goes along with kind of the way things are at the moment I think also, when people reach a certain age, they're not willing to take on new new relationships necessarily because they already have they've already reached their capacity for that. And honestly, in the interest of time, like we don't have I don't feel like I don't feel like I have enough to give to a whole giant group of people. I used to feel like I needed a huge group of people. I needed to be validated in that way. I needed to have a huge group of friends that we were always communicating, always going places, always doing things. And I don't feel like that's the case anymore. I, I want the list to be small and I want it to be of quality and substance versus uh, in high numbers. But I think uh, the way the society is set up is it makes you feel bad when you, when you, when your life is like that, or when you have that and you don't have all this attention being paid to you and all these friends and all these people doting on you. And with anything, I hope the messages that I put out there change seek to change the fact that we can, you know, even with everything going on right now, we have zero control over 99% of it. I can still control what I do. I can still control what I allow into my life to, to a certain extent. And I can, I can utilize what I can control. And I, I mean, we should be, we should be utilizing our access to controlling what we can and not in a, not in a negative way, controlling like, like you're con trying to control someone else. But what I can control in my own, my own little corner of the world, which is my access to exercising, which I can do. And when I do it, I feel better. My access to eating foods that don't make me feel like shit, which I, I can do. And I, and I, and I do do that. Not all the time. Sometimes I try to cope with food, but I have the control over what I put in my body in terms of alcohol. And I haven't put that into my body in almost 14 years. And I don't intend to ever again, because it's literally poison. And, um, I don't do any illicit substances. I have control over that. I haven't done those either in almost 14 years as well. I have a lot of more control than I think. And when I don't exercise it, 
I don't feel good. And I, and I, and I, and I feel like the world, like this whole idea of the world, the whole vibe of the entire planet changing, or at least from the perspective of living in the U S um, becomes a little bit more dark when I'm not taking care of myself. And it's still, it's still pretty dark when I, when I am and when things are good. Um, because I'm just concerned for the direction that things are headed and I don't know what's going to happen. And none of us do really. And I think, I think, I feel like we're past the point of trying to affect change uh, at a government level. I think systematically it's so ingrained and it's so, it goes so far and goes so deep that there's not really any way to come out of it. And I don't think, I don't think voting one way or another is going to do that. You can try to fillet me for that opinion, but I really, I don't think it matters which way. I don't think it matters, period, whichever direction you're voting in, because the, the different, um, the different protocols that, that things have to go through to get changed or for laws to get changed or for new things to be instituted is so, um, it's it's not set up it's not set up for us to get what we want let's just put it that way I'm trying to think of a more simplified version of it it's not set up for us to get what we want the agendas of the larger more corporate more um imp- uh, i'm going to call them important people but um yeah, their agendas of like the people with the money the people that that hold the the keys to the changes that are being made are the ones that have all the monies. And with that said, I don't think the large majority, even if, even if you are independently wealthy as a, as a human, you're still not really going to, unless you have the connections to make changes or to, or to help facilitate an agenda. But realistically it's run by the larger corporations in the United States. And that's how it's been for a while. I think it's more, it's more out of open in the information aspect of it. We can see it now. And I don't know if the pandemic did that or people had more time on their hands being home or we just decided to start figuring out what the fuck is going on because none of this shit makes any sense. The, the contradictory nature of the way that information is presented to us, the, the back end deals that are made and like all the shit that goes on is so fucking corrupt. It's not even funny. And it's hard to watch. And even as a mental health professional, like having formal training in the psychology world, it's like I can do a lot to take care of myself and to help other people, which is exactly what, what I'm trying to do with this and what I'll do in, in, in the future in my private practice. And um, I, I think as humans, we need to take control of the things that we need to take control of so that we can feel okay with ourselves so that I can go to bed at night and I can feel okay with myself and I can wake up and feel okay with myself and really focus on my little corner of the world and where I can help people and affect change. I do. And where I can't, I let go. And I say, I, there's nothing I can do about this in the future. Do I have ideas about moving to a different country? Yeah, I do. And if that's something that you're also interested in, awesome. If not, that's cool too. Wherever it is that you feel comfortable, I think I feel like you should follow that. And and the status of everything, or how everything works, or how everything looks, or how everything feels, um, 
recycling the process of putting back into yourself is going to give you the best result and put you in the best position to be able to handle the things that are going on that are that are crazy that are fucked up that are corrupt that are making you feel anxious that are making you feel depressed that are driving the that are in the driver's seat for our futures and and we're to some degree we're not so my encouragement would be to take care of yourself and whatever you can control i would suggest that you do and start putting more into yourself stop spending so much time on the internet although it will require you time on the internet to watch to watch this podcast i suppose but also spending time away from that i spend a lot of time too much time watching TV sometimes because it's really easy to get entertained by a television show. And we have access to watching 10 fucking seasons of a television show. So that can take your attention super easily. I find that when I at least give myself a few breaks during the week and I find time to put on a meditation music playlist, there there's no no shortage of them on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever platform you're on or YouTube even. Um, and you can find some music to listen to. I, the one that I listen to is ambient, it's like ambient dreamscapes or something. And, and then I find artists on there and I do little radio stations based on those artists when I find a song I like, but I just sit, I just lay down and put a heating pad down and I just check out for a little while. I don't have anything on. I have, maybe I have a fan on and I have some, some cool air blowing on me with the, the, the warmth of the heating pad, but we really that's all that it takes for me is taking conscious breaks from my general existence or the life, the way that I normally do it, having time with people that I care about and having ways to refocus myself, whatever that might be, uh, spending time with, with family, excuse me, and taking time outside of the work schedule. It's really easy to have our phones attached to us. It's really easy to have, you know, it's taken our attention span and it's, like I said, it's absolutely blown out. So when you're with somebody, try putting the phone down for a minute and uh, maybe focusing on them. Maybe make eye contact. I know that's fucking a foreign concept these days as well. Uh, but these things that we used to do as humans before we had all this access to all these technological advances, um, when you, when I revert to those things and when I, tr when I try to turn the clock back a little bit in terms of those things, I feel a lot better. So do I think technology has advanced things to make us, to make our lives easier? Absolutely. Do I feel like it's always the best thing for us? No, I don't. So if I can use my time for, for betterment of myself and my, my emotional status. Great. That's then I, I would, I would want that for, for, for any of us to have that time so that we can be okay with ourselves and that we can feel good and that I can feel like I'm a whole person and that like, I'm not, I mean, you can get burnt out watching things and like scrolling and, and doing all that stuff. It's easy to get burnt out. And my encouragement is maybe to, maybe to read more. That's something that I've been picking up as well just taking time just to sometimes I just stare off in the distance and I don't even have anything on. I'm just, I'm just existing in my, in my body and in my mind. And it's some, that's really hard to do. Um, given the amount of stimulation that we have on a regular basis. So 
it feels weird to be a human right now and i want to validate that it feels really strange to be alive in this timeline part of the timeline and it feels like there's not a lot of hope for the future so to speak and it's really easy to get to, to feel connected to that and to feel like um this existential dread or existential feelings of you know why the fuck am i doing all this stuff why why would i why would i take a bike ride around the block why would i go out for a walk why would i go to the gym why wouldn't I just fucking eat McDonald's and call it quits? Or why wouldn't I just drink myself to death or take enough drugs to not wake up the next day? Well, that got really dark really fast. That's how my mind works because I'm, cause I've been an addict for a long time. And I also, oh, my stomach's making so much noise. Um, yeah, I have addiction in my history. So my mind goes from like, one thing to straight darkness and it'll go from like i said why don't i just eat mcdonald's and just and just do nothing to why don't why don't we take enough substances to not wake up tomorrow when i know damn well that my life is valuable that i actually do love myself and that i love my life and um but i let existential feelings take me way off course and it goes super dark so if you're having those experiences um one of the things that I do to get out of existential dread is to try to bring myself back into the moment and try to figure out where that's coming from and why I'm allowing myself to to project so far into the future and allow existential feelings to make me feel like I can't go on. So if you need help with mental health, there's always resources. I always put them in my the description of my videos. And also I will... Um, Oh no, because this is going to be audio and video. So put it in the description of the YouTube video and I'll put links in there as well. Uh, but basically it's just psychologytoday.com or to find a therapist or psychiatrist and that you can base that on your insurance. And um, another like 12 step websites also too, if you have addiction struggles. Uh, but also Emotion Anonymous is another one or bipolar depression, bipolar support alliance is another one as well. There's a lot of different ways to get support and to feel to feel like I'm I'm feel like my life is worthwhile, but also feel like I have a connection to a community because as much as I don't necessarily like humans, I, I do find that having connections with a handful of them um, gives me something that's much needed. So I uh, appreciate your time and I and this was kind of all over the place, but it was sort of a sort of a wide topic of, you know, the, the feelings of what it's like to be in the world right now. And it's really easy to to feel bad about yourself at this moment. You know, there's people out there. It's really easy to make comparisons, too. And I guess maybe I, maybe I'll continue this into next week, too. But, you know, people out there are like making you see people making a hundred million dollars and it's like, that's become almost not commonplace, but we see it enough that it feels common for something that's not actually that common. Uh, but it's in your face enough where you feel like I'm now I'm comparing myself to people that, that, um, yeah, maybe they work hard, but there's also a lot of luck involved in that as well. It, and it's, and it's having a lot of things go right in a, in a succession to make that happen. Um, so I feel like it's really that that adds to the existential projections of dread and like making me feel, you know, how the fuck am I ever going to get out of my my nine to five when there's people running around making a hundred million dollars driving Lamborghinis and flying around in private, private planes like the bar is so high and the access that we have the information about it's so high and it makes us feel like shit. Honestly, when you focus on that stuff, 
And if you scroll through TikTok enough, you'll, that's exactly what the fuck you'll see. And it's easy to compare yourself to that unconsciously and make and really can ruin your day. <laughs> or it can be like, oh, I'm going to motivate myself to, to get those things. And if you do that and you want those things, great. Um, it's not going to improve your baseline at all. If you do get those things, you will return to whatever your baseline is, just as a little psychology tip. Um, but if you evolve and you improve yourself along with that, then you can have both. But a lot of people don't, and they eventually return to their baseline, and you need more and more and more and more. It's an, and it's an unfillable void that gets left. But just in terms of like the way the world is, there's such a discrepancy between the top and the bottom and what's in between, and those types of situations add to that. And it can make you feel like there's not a lot of hope for the future. There's no hope for us individually. And I don't think that's true at all. I think we just, the, the, the distance between those two different poles and like the top and the bottom and how, how do we fix all that? How do we, how do we as a society change, you know, what, what, what that looks like and how it got that way. And you can say it's a capitalistic society. You can say whatever you want, but I really think it's, it's, we'll go into this next time. (laughs) I have a lot of, a lot of thoughts about this, but it's really easy to qualify somebody based on how much money they have when they don't deserve that qualification from you because they don't have either. They don't have the credentials for it or they just simply don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And because they have a certain dollar amount, it's almost like an automatic qualifier that they get to, that they can talk about whatever they want. And not that they can't, they have freedom of speech, but how much stock should you take in those things? I guess, suppose that's up to you, but, um, I'm definitely careful about the messages that I'm, that I'm allowing to go in and that I'm, that I'm taking personally and that I'm applying to my life because I can only be me. And, and this is what I'm going to lead into next time is what I'm going to leave off with now is that I can only be myself. So in this world of all this extra shit and all this access and all this stuff and all these comparisons and all these things and these figures and these different different things that we are exposed to all the time. How the fuck do I figure out how to just be me, whatever that means? And that means a lot. And I'm going to say just be me. But when you can, when you can be okay with yourself and you can just be you in your natural state and just whatever that means, then you can grow from there. Then you can go after the things that you want to go after. But if you go after those other things, trying to make yourself into something else, you're going to, you're going to lose the identity piece in the process of that. So I'm going to leave you with that is how, how do we figure out how to become? And I can talk about that next time. How do I figure out how to be okay with myself and whatever works for my life and being comfortable in my skin? What does that look like? How do I do that with all this crazy shit happening in the world and all these disparities between the top and the bottom and the left and the right and the fucking up and down and all this, all this stuff. How do I do that? So I hope you have a good week and I will talk to you very soon.